Hello and welcome back to the Tells podcast. My name is Bosi and this is Tells on poker and love with my co-host Andrew Nimi. I was wondering if you were going to introduce me. <laughs> it was just just me. Just you and whatever. I think I could feel the death stare that you were giving me. <laughs> so then I was like, oh, by the I way. I was. I was like on the edge of my seat. I was like, what's she going to do? Is she going to Is she gonna introduce this guy? Or yeah. is it going to be up to me to interject and say, I'm here too? Yeah. that I felt it. And then I had to be like, oh, by the way, uh-huh. I have a co-host. Thanks. You're welcome. How's it going, Andrew Nimi? It's going so-so. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Sometimes... <laughs> Sometimes pretty good. Sometimes it's a little rough. What is so rough? People. People. People people forcing me to do things. <laughs> difficult things. Who forced you to do what difficult thing this all week? You, all you people. All you people forced me out there into the 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 wilderness of the Nevada desert with nothing but a bicycle. <laughs> the wilderness of the Nevada desert with nothing but a bicycle. Yeah. I went okay. Ma- I went mountain biking for the first time ever in my life. Good thing to start at 40. Do you recommend this hobby? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Why definitely not? Definitely not. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you to John Hammer who got me out there to try something new, try something for the first time in my life. It's always good to try new things no matter what age. No matter how strenuous, <laughs> no matter how difficult and exhausting and awful that thing is. But thanks, John. I appreciate it. Isn't awful a little bit of hyperbole? You weren't there. I, I'm you don't asking. Know. You did don't you know. not hear the question mark at the end of that sentence? Felt like a leading question to me. <laughs> Maybe some of you fine folks who are watching this have, in fact, mountain biked and are regular mountain bikers. Maybe you're into it. I don't know. I don't understand. You know, they have motors these days. That'll help you get through an uphill trail much better than a basic bike and trying to pedal over big rocks and stuff uphill. doesn't seem like the appropriate tool, you know? It seems like you you purposely took the wrong tool for the job and you're just like <laughs> trying to see if you can use that tool to get through this uh, this mission. So you see, you think there's no point in mountain biking? I mean, the downhill's fun. So like if they, uh, John was telling me that they're building, um, uh, they're building out like trails on Mount, Mount Charleston with like, you know, cause it's a ski resort. And so they have chairlifts there in place. So if they can retrofit those to put your mountain bike on this chairlift and go uphill on the chairlift, ride down, that makes a lot of sense to me. I mean, you don't see people carrying the, uh, you know, their their skis up a, up a mountain. They take the chairlift up the mountain and mm. then they ski down. The fun part is down. Okay. <laughs> so, so what what made you say yes to go mountain biking? I, what I, I what did you think? I I didn't know it was going to be so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> you thought it was just going to be fun. So Friday morning, you woke up at the crack of dawn. Well. Yeah crack of dawn for a poker player which is 8 a.m mm-hmm. oh no you woke up at seven woke up at seven because the the bike rental place opens at 8 a.m 
and uh, for whatever reason, you want to be there when they open. Well, it's still 90 degrees in Las Vegas sure. and climbing. I guess the earlier start, the better okay. for that reason. Yeah. Yeah. Very logical good point. reason. You make a good point. <laughs> so yeah, start early. I mean, I actually woke up. No, I woke up at like 6.15 because I had to leave my place. We had to leave, I had to leave here at 7-ish okay. to go. I'd also like played a long session the night before at the Bellagio. And uh, the session was a little rocky itself. So <laughs> it was a precursor. You should have known. Should have known. You should have known. So I imagine doing something so difficult and strenuous might be a little bit easier after a big winning session, you know, give you all that additional strength. Like you can go out there and conquer the world. Is that right? You get set over set. You're not going to be looking to ride a bike over rocks anytime any, with any sort of power. Well, if it means anything to you, I was very proud of you for taking on such a strenuous physical activity because it's not your thing. I fell off the bike too. You still proud? Yes, actually, I am. <laughs> we had a we had a we had a falling incident. I haven't fallen off a bike since I was a, a wee lad. Yeah. Still proud of me? I am. Yeah. Hmm. Because easily you're easily impressed. Well, hard physical things are just not where you like to put yourself. <laughs> really? Gonna, what hard physical gotta, thing do you put yourself through on the daily? Or put me on blast like that. <laughs> it's messed up. I'm just saying you like the more cerebral hard, you know, and okay. not the physical mm -hmm. hard. Perhaps. So, you, you know, putting yourself out there, I thought it was great. <laughs> it's messed up. But, I mean, Andrew's thanks. whoop score is always lower than mine, isn't yes. it? The heart rate monitor, the uh, exertion level that yeah. it keeps track of. Yes, that's correct. But not on this day. It was way up there. Yeah. I burned like 3,200 calories that day. Do you think it's something you would do again, perhaps after a winning poker session? No. No. So that was first and last time. That's it. No more mountain biking. I will biking. try the, uh, the chairlift uh, mountain biking. It seems like a cop out cheating. Yes. Yes, it does. But I also read an article today about a guy who goes on. He's like an ultra marathoner. Mm -hmm. And they go to this ultra race in the summer called Farm Days, where you run around a two mile loop on a farm. 400 plus miles. I mean, I would lose my mind. Yeah. Uh, but he was saying that. Our society places so much emphasis on the accomplishment than just the doing. Right. You know, so I don't know if was there a disconnect in what you expected to get from the mountain biking instead of just like the act of getting on a bike and just doing something new. Um, yeah, I just feel like the payoff was, you know, like when, when you do something uh, super strenuous and especially like for the first time and you're out of your comfort zone and then afterwards, like, you know, it's like, the, the the beer afterwards or whatever you know the lunch afterwards the the relaxation afterwards which you get like you know you get that sort of feeling from doing any sort of physical exercise right like after you come back from the gym you feel take some good feelings throughout the rest of the day sure i felt like that payoff was a little on the low side compared to how <laughs> difficult it was but yeah, but why were the, you focusing on the payoff when you're just supposed just to be I am, on I, the well, just on the bike? The fact that you got up at eight o'clock and got on the bike. Sure, but I mean, like when you almost die, it's like, is it worth it? 
you mean just fall off the bike almost die no, like, and the bike bike moving at like what two <laughs> miles an hour not even it's basically <laughs> stopped at that point when i fell <laughs> but uh no just like the exhaustion of it i mean a big part of it is my fault most of it is my fault which for which, being like not in the best shape physically yeah no but that's what i'm saying especially when you are you know you don't delude yourself into saying i am the you know strongest fastest man that ever lived mm-hmm. i think you're very aware of your yeah physical ability so the fact that you woke up and went out and did something completely new i mean that's great for your mind and your body so i guess so i don't know it's just like being out there in the desert maybe if you're out there in like a nice change of scenery we like we live here we live in the desert like maybe if i if it was out like in a, in a forest or something <laughs> Where we had to, you know, climb uphill, climb up a, 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 f- a mountain forest type of a scene. Mm. That might be pretty cool, even if it's like deathly exhausting. Mm. This is just like you're out there in the middle of nowhere. Like we've seen the desert countless times. Like I've seen these rocks. I've been trying to ride a bike over them, you know. Okay. But uh, anyway, if John, I am... if John sees this, I am thankful that he uh, that he took me out there and I experienced something brand new. And, uh, well, I probably will never do that trail again. Um, I would give another trail a shot somewhere. Okay. So I don't want John to feel bad for. I don't think he feels bad. For what he's done. I don't think he, he would feel bad at all. Well. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who feels bad no. for you suffering physically. Maybe not. No. But you should. I don't feel bad for you either. I think it's great that you tried something new. So, well, that's that. That's mountain biking for you. And never do it, guys. Whatever you do. (laughs) Uh, And how was your poker week? Also bad. So bad on bad. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Uh, The whole week was bad, or just one session? I think we had one of each—a good one and a bad one. But the bad one was worse than the good one was good. So it's kind of a bummer, but it is good to sort of be out there doing the live poker thing and the live poker video thing. So overall, that's really good. Uh, so the poker thing, it doesn't really matter, you know, because it's just a little hiccup along the, uh, imagine you're just, you're on a mountain bike, just <laughs> on that, that climb. You're going to get there eventually. Yeah. I mean, I don't ride bicycles very well to begin with, but yeah. I would still want to at least try and andrew is like no you don't you <laughs> definitely do not want to try don't try trust me maybe i'll go and rent a bike yeah i mean go on a john trail. will be looking for a partner now now that i'm not gonna be there <laughs> <laughs> next week so. um so yeah anyway poker's good uh a little concerning that the uh, corona thing is still here and uh among us where did you think it was gonna go it was just gonna dis- disappear well, into the ether we didn't really know. Like people said that there, there's probably going to be a, an uptick in the numbers come fall into winter. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a guarantee or whatever. It was speculation. speculation. Yeah. So it seems like those guesses might be correct. Do you think that people are still taking it seriously or not? Based on like being out in the casino and think, seeing people out in the world i think a lot of people are um it's good i mean i think it's good that we have the mask mandate in the casino um i think like every little step goes some 
way towards slowing the spread. Um, I don't think like wearing masks is the solution, the, uh, the perfect solution. Um, but yeah, so like, I think it's good that that's a mandatory thing, but there's definitely like a lot more activity going on now than there was like in April. What do you mean? Just the number of people out in the world? Yeah. I mean, like we had all the, you know, like there was like bar closures and all that stuff. Sure. So that's not a thing anymore. Um, so you know, there's a lot more people that are out there and, uh, I guess like congregating in yeah. different types of situations. So I, I think people are just bored now because you see like yeah. the, the mask is, you know, under, <laughs> under the nose more often than it was like before, I think people, you know, were trying to take it a right. lot more seriously, but now it's just like the ma- mask is ha- dangling on one ear or like on the nose. Yeah, well, I, mean, I think the nose. You know, like the longer it goes on, the more number, the higher number of people that will have reached their limit as to like, sure, just you know, dealing with this situation, and they'll just get bored, and like you said, and eventually, more and more people will, yeah, want to uh, get out there and be social. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know if the live poker thing because we went back to eight handed now at the Bellagio, as we're sort of like ramping up the numbers again so that seems kind of counterintuitive no i agree but you know i think there's also the sense that people feel like they waited so long Mm -hmm. to be back to where we were or you know Mm -hmm. and so it's just like well let's try it and see you know well yeah we're gonna see i guess we're gonna see i don't know i might i don't know if there's like a a numbers threshold for me where I'm going to go back to not going to play live again, you know? Yeah. I was going to ask if you thought about that. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of like keeping an eye on the numbers, but I don't know like for what reason really, because if I don't have a plan as the numbers are changing, then what's the point? You don't have a tipping point number. No, not really. Yeah. What is Andrew supposed to do? (laughs) Listeners of the podcast. (laughs) I don't know. It depends who you ask. Some people will say, it's, uh, he's a, he's a, despite his mountain biking performance, he's a young fit man. He <laughs> <laughs> doesn't seem to have a lot of risks. So maybe don't let it dominate you. <laughs> and then others will say you have online poker options. Why take the risk for another like six months or something mm. in, in the grand scheme? Is it really that big of a deal to risk serious illness or other, you know? Mm. So it depends who you ask. But feel free to chime in. Yeah, don't ask me. Head Uh, on down to that comments section, perhaps. How are you? My week was good. Yeah? I think. What did I get up to this week? Besides work, I did not go mountain biking. Do you want to talk about what we did two days ago? Two nights ago? Nomad at Park MGM has reopened. Head on over to Nomad Bar specifically. Yes. Where we partake in the espresso martini yeah what's what's so good about this espresso martini how do you describe it it is is it sweet it is sweet okay good uh <laughs> i like sweet things <laughs> it is sweet i actually think it's a little sweeter than i would like nah mm-hmm. don't don't you dare talk trash uh so i might have to have a word with the bartender next do time. not change a thing uh but i do like that it's not creamy right it's delicious i don't know if i have like a favorite go-to drink anywhere else in the city yeah it's the best espresso martini i've ever had Mm -hmm. 
and it's consistently good. We finally got to sit outside. Yeah, they have a little patio that we've never been able to use because it was either not open or too hot. Too hot. And then there was shutdowns. Right now, it's perfection, you guys. This is perfection time weather-wise in Las Vegas, right? Would you say? Absolutely. We get four weeks of the perfect weather in April, I believe, right? Sure. April and October. Sure. End of September, October. And then usually around Halloween, it just starts to become freezing. Starts snowing. And then... (laughs) does not start snowing. Sometimes in some places like Summerlin, it does. Not in October. No? Okay. Anyway, yeah, it gets a little chilly. But uh, if you're looking for a patio right now, head on down to the Nomad Bar at Park MGM and get the espresso martini. We also had the burger. Fries were a little on the salty side. (laughs) But burger was great. And uh, tell them we sent you. They won't know who we are, but... (laughs) It'd be nice to say anyway. There's this podcast that I listened to Mm -hmm. that told me to come here. There you go. Check it out. Guess what, Andrew Nimi? What? We got some voice messages. We did. We did. Big moment. Big moment here on the podcast. Reboot. We did. We have some voice messages. I think. I can't wait. The you know how the politicians do it? Talk to camera. That worked. I think you did that last week. Okay. So it works. Talk to camera. Yeah, where you just talk to the audience directly. So how is this going to work? Well, we're going to play the thing, so the audio, so we can listen to it. All right. Roll it. Or do you want to introduce the person first, and then I'll say roll it. I don't know who it is. How am I supposed to know who it is when I haven't listened to the voice message? You haven't listened to it yet? No. Oh, great. All right. (laughs) Roll it. And Lucy, this is Dave K. I'm a longtime listener and a first-time caller. And maybe literally uh, the first caller uh, to tell. Love the show. Uh, disagree with uh, Lucy on today's show. She's not a fan of Detroit-style pizza. <laughs> I have to say Detroit-style pizza is great. So I'm in Andrew's camp. I was born in Detroit. And uh, you go with what you know. Also, I don't like sushi for what it's worth. So <laughs> Detroit pizza, yes. Sushi, no. Retirement cards are a thing. You just need to go to another store. <laughs> and that's about it. Love the show. Love the videos. Keep them coming. Thanks. Bye. I'd say that is a uh, fantastic first message. Very fantastic. From Perfection. Dave K. Dave K. Thank, Thank you, you, Dave. Thank you for that voice message. Right on on Detroit style <laughs> pizza. My man. Uh, I guess we'll excuse you for the no sushi comment since you like Detroit style pizza and good to know about the retirement cards. Dave K, tell me what Detroit style pizza are you eating? Like where, like which uh, outlet in Detroit? Andrew make you go, oh, well, do you go to, what is the place? We usually get jets delivered. Um, Very easy and simple and fast. Jets pizza. But I also know Buddy's well, well, well revered. Okay. And there's probably others that are not chain restaurants as well, chain pizzas. But anyway. I'm always open to having my mind changed. But as of yet, Andrew has not done a good job of changing my mind about Detroit-style pizza. Okay. I think next time we go to Michigan, we'll have to find a good, highly rated spot that isn't a chain. That should be the plan. All right. All right. Good message. On to the next one. Number next. Whoa, this is a long one. Hi, Boosie and Andrew. I hope you guys are doing well. 
I uh, usually don't have the guts to call into something like this, but I know you all requested it on the last episode of Tells, and it's also really early in the morning here. Um, so I figured I'd give it a try. But just wanted to call in, say thank you guys for um, your passion and determination to put out a really quality product. I think it's very cool that uh, you found something to relate on. Um, something that kind of goes in between the two passions of um, poker and relationships and even kind of more broadly um, areas of health and whatnot. Um, just wanted to say really appreciate it. It's always fun to see the notification of a new podcast come up. Um, also just wanted to say that I really enjoyed the most recent episode. It made me think pretty critically as well. My wife is a physician and it's always interesting because she treats COVID patients on a daily basis. And um, certainly if she were to get sick, I would get sick, um, almost guaranteed as well. It's an interesting kind of corollary back to, um, you know, where Andrew to get sick at the poker table and kind of bringing that back as well. Um, but just wanted to say thank you all for everything that you do. Looking forward to the next episode as well. Thanks so much. That's awesome. Love it. Uh, Love the message. Area code 630. We didn't get a name, but we did get a message. Yeah, Another good a, one. You got a good radio voice too, Mr. 630. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much for calling in and leaving us a voice message. It's always encouraging to uh, create more as a creator to get that sort of feedback. You know, when someone says they uh, really enjoy seeing the notification when there's a yeah. new episode, really makes you feel good about it putting out that new episode. So uh, thanks so much for that. Yes, I 100% agree. And all the best to you and your wife out there. Yes. Hmm. Okay, so don't bring COVID home, please. I'm enjoying the feature. I love it. Can't wait for more. Keep them coming, people. Keep them voice messages coming in. I love them. Yeah, I love them. It's nice to hear voices. Absolutely, yeah. Okay, so we're going to uh, read some... YouTube, comments youtube comments also i wanted to say something yes i realized you know when we were talking so we went we saw some friends on friday at nomad it's not easy for me to answer how are you on the spot like no. i have to be talking just generally and then i will tell you how i am but you'll, you'll warm up to the uh, the full picture of how you are doing yeah okay it's yeah, I mean, it's kind of like a lot to really like summarize yourself just right off the bat. Every time someone asks me how I am, I start to think about it because I'm trying to be more conscious of answering the question thoughtfully. Mm-hmm. Then I try and like go through everything that's going on in my life and I'm like, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm, I'm fine. Yeah, but I think like, I think people just sort of use that as a greeting, you know, rather than an actual question a lot of the time. But I think, that, yeah, if you're sitting down and, and it's time to, like, start the conversation and then someone asks you, like, so how are you? Like, what's new? Like, what's going on? Then you can start getting into it. But, like, when you're just greeting someone, like, at a bar or something? No, like, I know that. I mean, what I'm saying is, like, when I'm talking to somebody who I know is mm-hmm. asking, how are you? Not asking in passing. Okay. Then I still go uh just hit him with it i don't but it's not like it's 
I'm constantly thinking about mm-hmm. how I am. Okay. So then it's really difficult. Then I have to go, wait, what's happening in my life? Yeah. Oh, let's go through all the different aspects. Health. Great. You know, yeah. work. Then I have to go through all the sure. the things because I'm not sure what they're asking about either. Mm-hmm. Are they asking about my emotional health? Anything you want to talk about, really. It's like when you go to a therapist, you know, the therapist doesn't really decide what you're going to talk about. You can talk to them about whatever you want. Is that how, is that right? Yeah. Have you been to therapy? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you just know from seeing it on TV. I mean, I would just assume that's what the service is. It's not like <laughs> guided sort of walk through of your life. It's like you, up to you, you know. Mm, that's mm. interesting. You don't think so? I don't know. I've never You wouldn't been. assume so? I don't. You think they're going to walk your hand through the session? I think that's part I think that is also part of it. I don't know. No. We're going to therapy. Definitely not. Go to therapy and we'll find out. Okay. But Are we? You're not going to go to therapy? Right, I'll go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, we got a message from Arnold and he says we like your live podcasts. We love Vegas and hope to visit soon and for me to attend a mug. Be safe. Cheers from the Netherlands. All right. We got to go to the Netherlands. Got to go. Got to get there. Can't wait. Apparently, we're not allowed yet. Okay. So, Chance, he says, fewer people, especially in the U- United States, have a pension to look forward to. The market for that genre, retirement cards, is evaporating. Andrew's colorful evaluation is correct. Sure. I mean, that's what we were uh, postulating. Is that the correct word? I don't know. What I is don't know either. Okay. <laughs> you I'll, can just cut it out. If it's wrong, I'll just edit that out. <laughs> and Leo says, wow, first comment, breaking news. They have retirement cards at most CVSs now. But I would hurry. They could run out. They only have a couple of options. And I believe you should get one of each. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. Well, they do exist still. But for how long is the question? We'll see. how long? Keep an eye out there. I'm really excited for the voice messages. I um, would like to receive more. So, if if you like this podcast and you would like to submit your voice message to ask a question, give us feedback, whatever you like, actually. Yeah, hit us up with your thoughts. 702-690-9299 is the number. And you can also text us if you have a question, some feedback, a comment. And we appreciate you watching the podcast and listening on iTunes and wherever you find your podcasts. Andrew Nimi, do you have any last words? Last words like you're going to die. You might die from the mountain biking. From the mountain biking. I might never recover from this experience. (laughs) But uh, yeah, thanks, John. Thanks for taking me on that mountain biking. And uh, thanks to all of you lovely people for being here. Until next time. Bye. Bye.